Hey, this is Chelsea Perry. Welcome to Tame the Circus Brain. Hey guys, today I want to talk about how the little things matter. Uh, a couple things happened this week that made me want to cover this topic today. Uh, I'm in the middle of a big production, which is really fun, and it's happening more and more frequently. <laughs> and so something I'm really learning and really it's like becoming highlighted in my life is how much the little, the little things um, really do count and how they add up, even though those little things, you don't feel them making an impact, making a difference. But over the course of time, uh, there's a significant difference between people that do those things and people that don't. And I am faced off with that when I'm in these crazy, busy, crunch seasons. It's pretty um, significant. I can see the difference of when I take care of myself and when I do those little things and when I don't. And I was talking to somebody this week who got invited last minute to a big event. And she said, man, this is such a good reminder about how important it is to live ready. And so we had this conversation about how, you know, all of her beauty stuff was kind of falling apart at the same time. You know, her ha her hair needed to be done, her nails and this and that and this and that needed to find an outfit. And we were just talking about this concept of the little things. And it applies to a lot of different areas of our life, not just in our looks, but in our relationships. And this is something I talk about all the time because I'm really passionate about it. I really believe it. And I've done a lot of research on it. I'm definitely not an expert in the subject, but I just mean I'm a believer. Like I've bought into the fact that the little things matter. And over the course of time, they really are the things that set people apart from the people that do them and the people that don't. And I think that it goes in a lot of different areas. And that's really what I want to talk about today. And I just want to open my heart up and, and talk through some different areas that this matters. One, I would say in relationships. In relationships, I feel like it's really amazing how you talk to people, how you treat people, how you respond to people, how you respect people. How you do anything is how you do everything. Let me say that again. How you do anything, how you treat people, uh, you know, when you're exhausted, how you treat people at the restaurant, how you treat people in a meeting, how you treat people who hurt your feelings, how you treat people when you're really stressed out, how you, uh, you know, keep your house, how you work on things is how I feel like it comes out in other ways. What, what I mean by that is those little habits set you up to succeed in other ways that matter and that show, even if it's like a little thing. And I was thinking about uh, in my relationships, I have some really quality, deep relationships. I have other relationships that have fizzled out. I'm sad to say, but I don't believe that people are in your life forever. I believe that it's very rare, but I have a handful of people that I really do believe I'll grow old with besides my family, of course, my family. And then there's a handful of people I believe I'll grow old with. And, but still that's up to our choices that we all make, you know, individually and where we end up going in our lives and, and how we end up living. And if we can stay in the same vein together in the same kind of lifestyle together or if our paths get more distant it just depends on the choices that we all make and I believe there are seasons that you're closer to people than others so saying that I'm not sad that some of my relationships have fizzled out some of them they needed to fizzle out but some of them I look back at and I think 
well, we've grown apart. And part of it is because I didn't feel like we were supposed to be close and I stopped putting effort in. And maybe they didn't feel like they were supposed to be close and they stopped putting effort in. But over the course of time, you truly grow closer or you grow farther apart. And that's just truth. It's it's amazing. Even people that you're related to biologically, it doesn't mean that you're emotionally going to be close to. Bum, bum, bum. That is truer than true. There are people that are in your bloodline that just because you're related doesn't mean that you have a ton of stuff in common. It doesn't mean that you are respectful of each other's hearts. It doesn't mean that you nurture your relationship in a way that you both grow enough to keep that thing going and growing. So it's just interesting. I work to nurture the relationships uh, that I have. And sometimes that doesn't mean that I'm always on top of it. It means, you know, sometimes we come apart and we have to because we focus on different things for a season and then we come back together and we still love each other. It's not a big deal. And then other things, you know, it's really, it's, it's time for things to grow apart. So it's just interesting. I think marriages don't fall apart with one argument. I think bodies don't uh, become soft with one meal. I think uh, households don't become a hoarding household with one item. It's like over the course of time, piles add up, uh, arguments take root in people's hearts and, you know, your body just slowly fights you and you have to fight it to be fit. And I think it's over the course of time. So I just want to encourage you with your relationships, with your health, I feel like we don't need a big revelation to know that we should fight for our health. And I'm not only talking about our looks, I just mean your health. I mean, being flexible and taking deep breaths and uh, drinking water. I've been working to drink a gallon of water a day. I've been doing that for a while now, and it really is making a big difference. And when I miss it, I can really tell. And I love the whole thing. My my friend talks about the difference between uh, a raisin and a grape is water. And I'm like, dang, that is a good picture to think about. And so I think about that with my skin. I think about that with the inside of my body. I want to make sure I have plenty of water and we're doing the best that we can with what we've got over here. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like moisturizing and that's more for looks, but I also, it just makes me feel better when I look better and I kind of do better if I look better. Even though, let me just say this, for some reason, it feels like I'm getting ready for prom every time I leave the house. It is like, what is going on? I don't know if it's because it's the winter and I don't know what it is. It just feels extra hard. And I'm just committed to it. But I get why people let themselves go. I get it. I get why, you know, your body and your looks become the last on the list, especially moms and and working dads and people that are in roles of responsibility where they put themselves last. I, I can wrap my head around why that's justifiable to you. But I do believe that it's worth putting yourself on the map because you have a lot more to offer if you have something to give. And when we take care of ourselves, when we look better, we feel better, we do better. We're happier. We're co- more kind, even though looks definitely are not um, the most important thing in the world. It does matter how we present ourselves. People are shallow. People do read things by the book and, and by the surface. It's just true. And, you know, it's, it's an important thing to do the best we can. I actually recently saw Steve Harvey on an interview on The View. 
And they were talking about, he said he got, uh, when he got remarried to his third wife, he, she was saying, listen, God is about to put you in a new position and you've got to get ready for it. And you've got to look the part. And so she changed him and she said, and I'm sick of being married to a pimp. This is what he said on the view. And they were talking about his flashy suits and how he went from these amazing, uh, loud, bright colored suits. And he was expressing his personality, I believe physically. And so he was wearing a bright purple suit with a really cool hat and, you know, shiny and all the stuff. And she said, you can have a little something, but you can't have all this. So she sleeked him down and made the suits more tight fitting. And most of them are black or a darker color. And then he can have a little pop of color in his handkerchief or a little design or pattern there. And that was it. And she said, you've got to look the part of where God wants to put you. And I thought that was really cool. And it really struck me. I thought, man, we can't forget that we've got to live ready. We don't know what's coming. We don't know what's happening. And as much as I believe that it's way more important what's on the inside than what's on the outside, I believe that the outside should reflect what's on the inside in a good way. I definitely know when I'm going through a hard time, I don't want to take care of myself. I'm like, sweatpants are my new normal. I look amazing in these sweatpants. And I love how Jerry Seinfeld said that when somebody wears sweatpants in public, they're telling the world, I give up. <laughs> And anyway, I've done a whole podcast on how looks matter and how important it is that we take care of ourselves. And I actually ran into somebody who said uh, she has to do training with her employees about all that. And she was grateful for the podcast that helped her. And I'm telling you, listen, I do not pretend for one second to have it all figured out. But I'm just saying, if I'm learning these lessons the hard way, I might as well talk about them and get them out there and express it in a way that other people can get it. And so I just believe nurturing ourselves, taking care of ourselves, vitamins. I don't know, guys, about vitamins. Like everybody has different theories on them, on everything has to be organic. Okay, organic costs like $50 million. And then they're like, well, it's worth it for your health in the long run. It's going to cost a lot more money if you don't take care of yourself. I'm like, well, I agree. But what even works, guys? What really works? So I'm on a quest to figure that out for myself. And that enough is good. I'm putting in effort and I'm constantly putting in effort. I'm working to eat more things from the earth every day. I'm working to drink more water. I feel like those are no brainers. I go in and out of protein fits where I, I eat a lot more protein. And sometimes I break up with carbs. Well, like every, every six months I break up with carbs. We know how much that's like the hardest breakup of my life. Sorry, boys. Um, but it's one of those things that it's like, Whew, it's just, it is what it is. It, and so, but then I'm like, Jesus broke bread. Come on guys. Bread can't be that bad. But of course it was a lot more pure then, but you know, you like go into, you, you could justify anything guys. You can really justify anything. So I just think as long as you're on a quest to find things that work for you, I think there are no brainers. More chemicals is not a healthy decision. Fewer chemicals is a healthy decision. I mean, come on. And even like financial decisions. I can feel you cringing as I say that and shifting in your seat. Financial decisions over the course of time affect us. And I feel like that is something that when I was just graduating from college, I asked somebody that I trust, give me any pieces of advice that you would want me to know. And he said, save for retirement. And I listen to that. I took that word and I applied it to my life and I started immediately saving for retirement. 
And so over the course of time, that money has, you know, been banking and I'm thankful that he told me that. And I put it in something where it's appreciating and value and whatever. I'm thankful for that. And I'm not here to give financial advice, but saving and investing, depending on what you invest in, those are no brainers. And over the course of time, they will serve you well. Spending a bunch of money on a credit card, even though I've done it in rounds in my life, like to pit, you know, you spend and then you pay it off and then you spend and then you pay it off. I definitely think there's a lot more peace of mind when it's paid off and you're buying things that you actually have in your pocket. I think that is such a great way to live. Just like how it's a great way to live when you have a six pack of abs. (laughs) So I think that all of these things are wonderful and it seems like they're really far away, but they're daily decisions. And today we can decide I'm going to not be a hoarder anymore or I am going to um, whatever. I'm going to be a giver. I'm going to live to be a giver. I'm going to, you know, all these dreams that everybody talks about that you're just dreaming and dreaming and longing for. It's unhealthy to long for something that you're not living for. It's unhealthy for you to have a dream that you see in your heart. And unless it's just not the proper time, um, and it's, it's something you ha- that can only come to pass down the road, I still believe that you can be applying your, your hand to preparing for that thing to come to pass. Otherwise, it makes your heart sick to long for something that you're not living for. And so I just think some things we can just go, you know, I, I'm just not going to do that. I'm not going to, I get it that I'm not going to do that. You know, like I have no aspirations to be a model. I have friends that are in the model industry and they scout models and I get to go with them sometimes. And it's so fun. We go to One Direction concerts and it is so much fun. And I just giggle as they scout people. And sometimes I pretend to be a scout and it's just really, really funny and out of my comfort zone and it's entertaining. Anyway, I know that you have to have these certain measurements and that you have to have this certain height or I'm not even having a conversation about it. Like, give me a break. Like, and I have no aspirations to be a runway model because I know that is not (laughs) ever going to happen for me, nor has it ever even been a desire. It's never even been like a twinkling in my eye. It's never been something I've dreamed of. But you know what? There are things that people dream of that are completely outside of the realm of possibility. And it's a bizarre longing to long for something that is not realistic. Now, I'm all about believing for the impossible. If you're holding on to something that you're supposed to, I totally get it. But if you're not supposed to, let that thing go and give yourself relief and just start staying in the place that you're supposed to be in and apply yourself. Just because you're good at designing jewelry doesn't mean you're supposed to design jewelry. It's like, let's just focus in on the things that we're supposed to do. I love the book, The Slight Edge. I talk about it a lot. It's a book that I think is full of common sense uh, knowledge, but it's also wisdom. It's good. And he talks about how over the course of time, small decisions set people apart from people that do not do these uh, good habits and the people that do the good habits, how it literally completely runs their course in different directions over the course of time. But the reason a lot of people don't do these good habits is because you can't even feel if they're working on the daily basis. But that's why uh, a lot of people don't do them. But eventually they pay off just being faithful in the little things, faithful, 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 faithful in the little things that eventually you're like, hey, this is awesome. I wrote a book. 
I wrote a book because I daily started writing stuff down. And then eventually I wrote a book. And I think a lot of my um, accomplishments have been over the course of just being faithful over a long period of time. I think the reason my team is still with me is we work through conflict quickly. We uh, resolve issues fast. We're not perfect by any means, but we all know that. And so that's why it works so well is we all go, hey, was I overly harsh? Or hey, is this what you meant when you said that? Or hey, how can I do this better next time? And we have open communication. And I think that's why I have some of the greatest relationships I have is I've learned from mistakes I've made in other relationships. So I think in every walk of life with our health, with our bodies, with the way that we look, keeping our hair together, keeping our teeth whitened, you know, working on our fitness, working on our health, in our relationships, loving and nurturing our relationships, truly loving the people that we love and caring for them, no matter what's going on, not using life as an excuse to be mean. And, you know, all these different areas of our lives, our finances, like inviting little habits in that are positive to be your friend and to connect with those things and be committed to those things instead of waiting for some magical wand to come in and change your life. I believe our lives are changed by our daily commitments. Okay, awesome. Thank you for tuning in. And I'm really looking forward to talking again soon. (laughs) 